Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David and this is morning prayer for Sunday, January 29th, the year of our Lord, 2023, the fourth Sunday of Epiphany. The prophet writes, From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey, where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer, the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who've been so generous in your giving. Your continued support's helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this morning. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 12 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant each of you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of His Holy Spirit. Amen. The Invitatory. O Lord, open our lips, and your part, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our morning canticle, the Pascha Nostrum, page 16. Together, Alleluia, Christ our Passover has been sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin, and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Alleluia. Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Our psalm for this morning, Psalm 74, beginning on page 363 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, O God, why have you utterly cast us off? Why is your wrath so hot against the sheep of your pasture? O think upon your congregation, whom you've purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of your inheritance, and Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. 
draw near and behold how all is made desolate, and how the enemy has destroyed all that is in your sanctuary. Your adversaries roar in the midst of your holy place, and set up their banners as tokens of victory. Like hewers of timber in a thicket of trees, so have they broken down all the carved work with axes and hammers. They have set fire to your holy place, and have defiled the dwelling place of your name, even to the ground. They said in their hearts, Let us make havoc of them altogether. Thus have they burned up all the houses of God in the land. We do not see any signs. There is not one prophet anymore. There is no one who knows how long these things shall continue. O God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonor? How long shall the enemy blaspheme your name? Forever? Why do you withdraw your hand? Why do you not take your right hand out of your bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my king of old. He is the one bringing help upon the earth. You divided the sea through your power. You broke the heads of the dragons in the waters. You smoked the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him to be food for the people in the wilderness. You brought fountains and waters out of the hard rocks and you dried up mighty waters. The day is yours and the night is yours. You've prepared the light and the sun. You've set all the borders of the earth. You've made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffed, and how the foolish people has blasphemed your name. Deliver not the soul of your turtle dove to the wild beasts, and forget not forever the lives of your poor. Look upon your covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of violence. Let not the oppressed go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise to your name. Arise, O God, maintain your own cause. Remember how the foolish one blasphemes you daily. Forget not the voice of your enemies, nor the tumult of those who hate you, which increases ever more and more. And the glory of Patri, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Genesis. Chapter 28 Chapter 28, verse 1 Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and directed him, You must not take a wife from the Canaanite women. Arise, go to Paddan Aram to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take as your wife from there one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may become a company of peoples. May he give the blessings of Abraham to you and to your offspring with you, that you may take possession of the land of your sojournings that God gave to Abraham. Thus Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Paddan Aram to Laban, the son of Bethuel the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, Jacob's and Esau's mother. Now Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Paddan Aram to take a wife from there, and that as he blessed him, he directed him. You must not take a wife from the Canaanite women, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and gone to Paddan Aram. So when Esau saw that the Canaanite women did not please Isaac his father, Esau went to Ishmael and took as his wife, besides the wives he had, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebaioth. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he came to a certain place and stayed there that night because of the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. 
And he dreamed, and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and of the God of Jacob. The land on which you lie I will give to you and to your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So early in the morning Jacob took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on the top of it. He called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of the city was Luz at the first. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I've set up for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give a full tenth to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Page 17, the Todayum Laudamus, our response to the lesson. In unison, we praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and the seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. Jesus continues, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. 
By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love is no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. The Benedictus on page 19, our response to the lesson. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this morning's lessons, but return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 20. In unison, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer, page 21. The Lord be with you. 
and with your spirit, the people say, let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our morning suffrages, O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 602, our collector for the day on this fourth Sunday of Epiphany. O God, you know that we are set in the midst of many grave dangers, and because of the frailty of our nature, we cannot always stand upright. Grant that your strength and protection may support us in all dangers and carry us through every temptation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And on page 22, this collect for strength to await Christ's return. O God, our King, by the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, on the first day of the week, you conquered sin, put death to flight, and gave us the hope of everlasting life. Redeem all our days by this victory. Forgive our sins, banish our fears, make us bold to praise you and to do your will, and steal us to wait for the consummation of your kingdom on the last great day. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom in the Anglican Communion. The first on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to lift up our government leaders. And last, we want to remember our neighbor, our fellow man, as we hold up our prayer list unto the Lord. I'll use these three prayers for mission on page 24 to frame our intercessions, and I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray this day for all of those that you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O oh God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they walk before your people as godly examples of the faith and build up your saints for the work of the ministry. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our Bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our Archdeacon. Take this time to lift up your Archbishop or your Bishop and remember your pastor or your rector. 
Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican and the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be salt and light in the midst of a corrupt and a darkened generation. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for all of those you've called to govern, asking that you would lift up the humble and those who do what is right, but to resist the proud and the self-serving. Rebuke the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power, all authority comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, all the president's cabinet, we lift up Kevin, our speaker, and Chuck, our Senate leader, and all of our elected officials in the House and in the Senate. We pray for John, our Chief Justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court and all the courts throughout the land. I lift up Gretchen, my governor here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, my township supervisor. And I invite you to lift up the governor of your state or your commonwealth and to remember your local leader. Father, give all of these that we've elected and those that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and to do your will. And as your word says, righteousness exalts a nation, I pray that you'd help each of us to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you so that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray today for all of those that are suffering under war, under terrorism, under natural disasters, at the hand of the violent criminal, especially the human traffickers. We pray for your church that is being persecuted throughout the world. and We lift up the families of the martyrs, along with all of those who are nursing or have lost loved ones. We pray for those that are suffering in their minds, in their bodies, under personal welfare or 
material circumstances. We remember those who find themselves under mortal dangers, all of our prisoners and captives, all of those in the military and the law enforcement communities, all of our first responders and our health care workers. These that protect us, O oh Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we ask, mighty Lord, that you would stretch forth your hand to heal, to deliver, and to provide for all of those who are calling upon your name. May they find it to be a strong tower from the enemy. And all this we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord, but return and join me as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 25. Together, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. 
Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia. Now to him who's able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Amen.